Hey guys, just want to let you know that today, Thursday, February 23rd, the day you may be listening to this podcast, is the first day of Lou Berger in concert off-Broadway. We're starting our run with three concerts, and in those concerts, you can see some of the numbers from Wizard of Friendship, because Wizard of Friendship is sold out. So please, come see the shows. I'll see you in New York. Ramble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right. Okay, it's a tripod. All right. Okay, we're recording. No way. I thought about never rhyming and just really frustrating people the whole time, but then I realized the tone was probably frustrating enough and I should give some relief. I definitely was wondering, like, is this what people want? <laughs> I, I, I think that, look, are we trying to entertain? Yes. Mm. Who are we trying to entertain? Us. Uh, well... I'm trying to make you laugh, bro. I guess I am trying to make the room laugh. I'm trying, I'm trying to, make, to make you laugh. I'm trying, I'm trying to make, make Rainy laugh. I'm trying to make Rainy's you. a little bit of an easy audience. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> no fake laughs here. I know. That's why. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have I have faked it with you guys. <gasps> you have? Keith or Zach, don't tell us that. Keith. Uh, Keith. 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 <laughs> I've, I've faked it before. Whoa. I've Whoa. definitely faked it. I definitely faked it before. I faked it <laughs> so good that it made you laugh even more. Definitely a good fake laugh is a really good way to get people <laughs> to laugh. Like there's something yeah. powerful about laughter where even like a very obviously fake laugh, it's somehow the more obvious, the more funny it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's not how I laugh. <laughs> that is so much funnier than a real laugh. I like that <laughs> fake laugh. Can you do that? Again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. It sort of sounds like a Miles voice that he would do. A little, it's a little bit. Miles oh, yeah, energy yeah, yeah. for you. We haven't like had Miles' energy on here. We, for mi- we miss him. We miss him. We get yeah, an audience. Look, we know you miss him. We miss him too. It's we not our him. fault that he decided to make a make a life. Yeah. <laughs> He brought life to life. He decided that it was more important to father one child than the three of us. And you know what? Like, that's not a trolley problem that I would have made that decision. I guess it is a trolley problem, isn't it? Like, I would say that we're three lives. We should be more important. You know what? He's known as longer. Trolley (laughs) bright crawlers or bite crawlers should do commercials with the trolley problem. I think that's a good idea. Choose if you're going to save or kill. Gummy worms, so you get to eat them. Yum. Mm. Yum. Well, okay, this segment is kind of long, this and I think exciting. we should start well, let's, now. Let's, now. Let's hold on. Let's catch the audience up. This is a segment that, that Rainy has been touting. She's like, I got a plan, and plan was in all caps. <laughs> I sent one single text, by the yeah. way. But, but the, uh-uh, the use of caps <laughs> it means is worth four texts alone. Because it sticks this. out. Okay, so Keith, the way you text is so funny to me, but you would never use a cap. You say, I'm on my way, period. Like, you really <laughs> say that. I say, on my way, exclamation point, exclamation point, run emoji, run emoji. So yeah. it is sort of a different sort of yeah, tone. Yeah, for sure. Becky has talked to me about, like, she watched me text once. I'm like, this is how you text people? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, there's no emojis. There's nothing softening any of it. I'm like, yeah, it's not meant to be. I, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm on my way. 
I he, am he's, here. He's a, uh, for such a warm man, he's a very cold texter. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I'm normally texting from my car in those instances. Mm. So like, it, I, it doesn't understand emojis. Yeah. My favorite yeah. too is that, so Keith's cars, you know, has like a voice controlled <laughs> text. And so every time a text will send like from his lovely wife, mm-hmm. it'll say, Becky said this, would you like to respond? And Keith will be driving and go, no. <laughs> Because if you say it without, like, if you if you say it any other way, it doesn't understand. Like, if I say like no or something, it, it won't it won't register that. You have to go no and yes. You have to it's get so like the cold the the energy that you have to put out into the world to say. Would you like to respond? No. <laughs> yeah, and I sometimes also like I do want to respond, and I go yeah. It doesn't get it. I have to go uh. yes. Yeah, robots. Ugh. Come uh, on. Just to just to clarify here. Yeah. We do have two text messages from mm. Rainy and it's I do have a all caps very Oh, that's what it was. Back to normal. Special ep planned. <laughs> I forgot. I next line <laughs> for whenever we shoot next. <laughs> yeah, cuz I didn't know if it was today or tomorrow or it the next day. It needed to be today. Yeah, but <laughs> it is our 2 Hundredth oh, episode. No flipping way. I know. Oh my god. Ah, Where we, are the balloons? We did it. We did it. Wow. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> On 165 episodes, you can listen to an episode of this show every day of a year if you oh. want it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Binge it. Um, we, I, I, I imagine you're putting triumphant music over this and we're yeah. celebrating and there's graphics and we're going, oh my God, yes. thank you so much. They, wow, yeah. we are 200th episode, but so I, yeah, big I do, stuff planned, I imagine. Of course. I do think that people listen to get the real version of you. Mm-hmm. And I know of one side of you, mm-hmm. but other people know <laughs> more. So I reached out to your closest friends. Oh, oh shit. It's <laughs> like, this is your life. Oh, are people going to come into the door? Oh, no, no, no. That yeah. would be, can you imagine with the scheduling that we just went through? I'd be so stressed out. I'd <laughs> be like, be you guys. a ball of stress. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, we need to shoot it right now. I'm on my way back. Text, like, <laughs> I'm on my way, period. We, we have made scheduling this podcast hell on Rainey's life, and she's taking it like a champ. So way uh, to go, it's Rainey. Just, the scheduling the, for everyone right is, now is kind of yeah. horrific. Not we specifically. We collectively. We, the, the, the whole company, company. The all of us. Yeah. But so all, these are stories and questions for you. Okay. So I okay. want to hear your perspective. I want to hear your take on them. Oh, I'm stoked. All right. Rainy, by the way, this is a very special episode. Confirmed. Very, all caps. <laughs> yeah. Iconic. I'm on my way. Hey, Ryan Garcia <laughs> Ryan here. Garcia. Hello, everybody. <laughs> wow, he's got a great uh, radio okay. voice. There's one thing that Keith said to me when we were in high school in Naperville, senior year, uh, and I'll never forget it. And it haunts me to this day. I was making <laughs> eggs in my home, and Keith was with me. An Keith egg episode. Was over a lot senior year when he lived in Naperville. Sure was over there all the time. Um, and uh, for some reason, I think these eggs were super runny. Like, it was really watery. I did something wrong. And I thought, I'm going to clear out some of this water by tipping this frying pan over in the sink. And Keith was like, hey, uh, that's not a good idea. It's all just going to fall in the sink. But I'm pretty bullheaded. And so I said, no, 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 no. I got this. And undoubtedly, uh, they mostly fell into the sink. (laughs) And the thing that Keith said that will stick with me forever was, Ryan! And the tone of it was, I told you, I knew it. He shook his head. He was so disappointed. And that has stuck with me and will stick with me. 
forever. <laughs> Ryan! Wow. Wow. I know exactly that voice. This is, I can hear you. What a story, because we are one. Full, I don't remember that at all, first of all, but that to be so important to him. I have no recollection. I have so many incredible memories at Ryan Garcia's house growing up, but like not that. <laughs> I love this story because, one, we're starting off the 200th episode with an egg story. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Only right. What I really pick up that I see, like, what, as Keith was often doing, and that's very true. I got to um, Illinois when mm-hmm. I was a senior, and some people know this, but I only had one year in Illinois at that school. So I moved from a tiny town to a big school, and Ryan and I became very fast friends doing theater together, and by especially by, like, wintertime, so maybe, like, November, by that time, I would be going to Ryan's house every day. Like, we were best friends. I went to his house all the time, hung out with him all the time. We did every little fun extracurricular thing at school together, like doing the theater and stuff. And then we'd go to his house and we'd like play video games. And I was terrible at Halo and he would just kick my ass. <laughs> but he, they also had like all these delicious snacks in the pantry and I would eat all of it. I was fully eating them out of house and home, I feel like. But he also like... I don't know, he was, his family was super fun. They always had fun things when they did it. Like his birthday, he had a big inflatable like bounce house and slide and is fucking sick as fuck. And you're still friends with him. Good. Yeah, and it's really, it's been really fun because we're really close friends. And then even my freshman year of college spring break, I went and had spring break with him because we were uh-huh. so close friends. Now, obviously in college, we were just so far apart. So I eventually had my, I didn't, didn't see him that much. And then uh, lo and behold, eventually we would both live in Los Angeles. And even after we lived here for a few years, we maybe got a lunch every so often, but weren't super close. Mm-hmm. It was only but, in the last few years, I feel like, that you really reconnected. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, for sure. When the pandemic hit and we started doing some different styles of videos and tailgate debate and some other stuff, I was like, you know, Ryan, maybe we, I'm going to see if Ryan's busy. And yeah, we just started hanging out. Now we hang out every so often and go over to his house for dinner. We need to have him over to our house for dinner. Okay. And it's Helps very you, cute. Helped you light the backyard. He's a he's a light maverick. He helped me hang all the horns on the wall. <laughs> oh, he's just yeah. a very handy guy. He got to get you projects. a Ryan in your life. You really do. It was re- I mean, and it's I'm sure I could have figured it out myself, but it was a lot more fun to do it with somebody who is really excited by that kind of thing because mm-hmm. I'm not excited. Yeah. He's like, no, this bring would be awesome. Yeah. I'll bring do you mean you bring my drill? Do you have a drill? I'm like, I have a drill, but you can bring yours too. I'm like, okay, I'll bring mine. <laughs> he just he's <laughs> just uh he wakes up with a crack of dawn. He's just a very go get him, a life loving guy. He's uh, a ray of sunshine. Uh, what's that, that like? I know. <laughs> what is that like? I know. All right, we gotta go to the next one because there's a few. Okay. Wow, okay, I'm okay. so excited about this. This is fun. This is fun. Listeners, you're getting a real treat. This is a treat for us. Listeners right here, Zach and yeah, Keith. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking, I was talking treat. to Zach's ears. <laughs> Zach, you're getting a real treat. Finish the sentence. David Dang. Strangers know me as blank. Only I know me as blank. What? He wants us to, to let the audience in on things about us. Strangers know me as blank. Oh. But only I know that I am also Okay. This is so David Dang. This is David Dang. David Dang Dang is... He loves little riddles. He's also (laughs) a super big sweetheart, such a big heart, such a big... Always wants people to embrace the moment Mm -hmm. and cherish what they have and be okay being deep with your friends. He's very deep. He's one of those deep... He's very open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he loves to talk deep. I love that, too. He's like, are you happy? And I was like, how are you doing? He's like, good. Like, are you really good? (laughs) Are you good? Yes. I hope you're good. He's and a trailblazer. Like, I am good. He's like, good. Yeah. 
I'm so happy for you. I, I always struggle with these because I don't like, what do people know me as? What do people know you as? Hmm. Viral. Maybe this is just where my mind, I'm trying to think of things I don't reveal as much mm -hmm. that people know us as uh, accomplished creators, right? We've mm -hmm. done a lot. We've done mm -hmm. a lot of successful things. What you may not know, still insecure as hell mm -hmm. and second guess tons of our creative decisions and... Or, or I'll speak for myself, like things that I make, I go like, ah, oh, nah, this is bad. No. Um, and some of my favorite things start out as things that I, I hate um, or I do it and then I see it and I just go like, ah, oh, this isn't fucking good enough. So that's, that's always still there. Mm. Yeah, I think people think of me as efficient and like I do a lot of things and get a lot of things done. Mm -hmm. I think people don't know that uh, I I'm a little bit of like a a sentimental hoarder. Aww. Like I have a lot of things from different parts of my life that are really they're garbage, mm -hmm. but they mean a lot to me, and I I don't know how to part with them. Yeah. So I have a lot of like memory boxes, and they're just like things like I have saved, and I still do this mm -hmm. every name tag or lanyard that I've gotten. Oh, that's cool. Since I was like 15 yeah whoa since 15 yeah since when i started going to like honor bands and stuff doing music i would get like a little thing that said keith Harrisberger and it's like and it would just be like a little paper in plastic pin and then something and it then i would get lanyards and i just always kept them because i wanted to be like i always want to remember that i did this cool thing mm -hmm. and then Hi. i kept them so i have all of our legends of the internet lanyards that i have i have, I have vidcon lanyards i have i stopped keeping the vidcon ones because I, I had Oscar's a shitty photo carpet lanyards from when I like did, I was a cameraman on the red carpet I've got like all these fucking lanyards and name tags mm -hmm. and they're those are so cool because and like even like old I wish I kept every concert ticket I ever had yeah. I kept I've kept a lot but certainly not every and now they're digital so you don't even get yeah, them you don't keep mm -hmm. them uh, but going through an old box and seeing things you've done it's it's really fun and one day we're all gonna lose our memories so it'll yeah. be nice to touch stuff and i have like oh, I have old t-shirts that i don't know what to do with oh, and yeah. they just go into boxes or like i don't know how to get rid of this because it's part too, part yeah. of me feels attached to this mm -hmm. yep it's and it's definitely a hoarder mindset it's your yeah. horcrux yeah part of your life is in there oh, that's yeah so cute. um i would say to answer david's question yeah. people know me as having chronic pain but what you may not know is it's actually a lie i make it up for views <laughs> Yeah. No, it's just it's just for just this is for, how David Dang would want this second yeah. to go. Just for clout. All right, next one. Okay, so the next one actually. So Kelsey, I sent everybody a list of like questions or prompts, and Kelsey sat in her bed and answered all of them. Oh my so, god! And they were so funny, and I some love of them that. she'll she have to be like obviously hilarious. So funny. I actually really, I I really respect her a lot. Um, I really look up. To this her, is our moment. <laughs> Enough about her. And so she has her own podcast. It's yeah. on their way to. 100 maybe soon. Oh, in, in, nice. in about f five months. <laughs> um, But she, so some of these, she has a lot, but some of them I think are going to nix. So. Okay. <laughs> so you want to just record the whole thing and we'll. Yeah. And you I think you us. have like 14 know, of them. I that's why I'm There's saying we got to go. Shit, okay, okay, let's okay, fucking go. Okay. Cut us off. Fuck. Shit, this is lightning round. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. 
Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> Ask Zachary. <laughs> How long has he had a loofah and does he wash his gooch with it? And does Maggie then wash her face with that? Ask about that. Wait, who's okay. using a loofah on their face? Okay, yeah. First of all, no does Kelsey one's... know how baths and showers work? No one's using the loofah on the face. Uh-uh. Thank you. We have, we don't have a loofah. It is a shower glove. It oh, is wow. this like, but it's is not. Is that that super exfoliating one that rips your skin off? <laughs> it's so fucking exfoliating. It, uh, that's too, I can't use, I used that once from back I'm like, not a chance I'll ever use this again. First of all, I'll have you know, Kelsey, you're not just shaming me. You're shaming my beautiful fiance who you are trying to steal from me. So this is a point against you. I'm going to win the long game and you just blew it with Maggie. Uh, <laughs> it is a glove that is like this like black. Uh-huh. It's rubbery. It's black. <laughs> and it's like uh, hexagons and it, like big, big circles in the middle. So it's not like, you know, a lot of shower gloves are... are Sandpaper. Or like they don't have hole, like they have little micro right. holes. This has big fucking holes. Mm-hmm. And um, I have, I don't wash my butt. I do that with my hands like a grown-up. Uh-huh. But yeah, I go down to the gooch a little bit. You gotta and, clean it. And then Maggie found out while Kelsey was there that, that I did that. She wasn't pleased. But I. Because she uses it? We have two of them, but she uses both of them. Well, she shouldn't oh. be doing that. And then Kelsey said, when's the last time it got washed? And then we were like, we put soap on it all the time. Every day. Oh, Every day. No. And that was. An, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe one should just be called the Gooch Glove. <laughs> and one's for Goochin. I, uh, one's for Smoochin. <laughs> 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 I do know that loofahs are like like they have like a two to four week lifespan. Like yeah. they yeah. they get dirty fast. I switched yeah. to bar soap. Oh really? Switched back. I always was a big fan of bar soap as, uh-huh. as a kid, and I was well, like, "This you know, is you rub the bar soap on the glove." Yeah, I and I'll do that sometimes if I need to exfoliate or something like that. But most of the time, I don't. Instead yeah. of body wash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a bar soap guy too. Really? Yeah, I yeah. like body wash. I like the 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 Dove. Fragrance-free, sensitive skin bar. Mm. Mm. Did you see that thing that it's like Dove actually isn't cleaning you? It's a TikTok thing. Propaganda. I feel pretty clean. Yeah, it does feel clean. Okay. <laughs> God damn you, Kelsey. Keith is tall. He's very tall. He's goofy all the time, but at the same time, very serious. Like, you don't want to mess with Daddy Keith. Oh, Watch Daddy Keith. Out. <laughs> that is very true. Yes, this is Matt. Matt has such a soft voice. I know. On I was at first, I was like, "Who is it?" And this, oh, it's Matt. But it's, it's he's talking so leathery, and soft. Daddy Keith. Daddy Keith is. Um, I feel like there's been an injustice, Keith. So if I feel like someone is being wronged, or I'm being wronged, or my part group is being wronged by someone and i i can't see why they would uh-huh. be treating us like this i pretty much dial up to 100 pretty quick have you ever done it on in in, in a video no the closest we got was once i really went off on this like high school we basically we were gonna shoot we we're gonna <laughs> shoot this the 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 ancient olympics video forever ago we did it at buzzfeed yeah. we had rented out this this uh football field and we'd rented it we told them we are going to be wearing dance belts in olive oil here is that okay? And they're like, yes, it's okay. I'm like, cool. And we have the whole field. And they're like, yes. We get there and they've rented out half of the field to like a peewee like <laughs> camp. And we're like, um, we can't do this. Um, and the guy came down to be like, ah, oh, yeah, you guys are just going to have to leave. And I was like, fucking what? 
we like went through all this bullshit and he and he was kind of being a dick um to katie leblanc who was our producer at the time and i you can be a dick to me but you can't be a dick yeah to anyone around me like that so i i went i went dialed up to 100 pretty fast (gasps) whoa he was like you guys have to leave i'm like but no like is it my boss needs says you have to leave i'm like bring your boss down here i'd like to talk to him because it was the person we'd done all these logistics with and he was just like not going to meet us and he had clearly made a fuck up of double booking the day yeah. was kicking us off we were then like we were already there it took us <laughs> already partially we were oiled. naked <laughs> we were basically naked in a, robes. an hour and a half away driven there in the fucking hills and in robes in the middle of summer i just even want you to imagine being in a freaking like football soccer field mm-hmm. in nothing but a robe and there are children playing soccer <laughs> it's, it was not comfortable it was we so were like, weird this is we need to go yeah and i i was like we'll go but that person needs to come down here and apologize to us because oh, this yeah. is ridiculous yeah. like this it was such a big fuck up on their part and they were trying to play it off like it was our fault and i was mm-hmm. like it is not <laughs> we our wouldn't fault. have been why like would we, we even would be yeah. here? We, we booked this we paid for this space yeah. what the fuck did you get a refund yeah, okay. but like, it was just. Matter. But it was yeah. just like they wasted our whole day. Yeah, and then we had to find it. We had we ended up doing it at the office, and that was probably for the better. But it was like, yeah. it was just a, it was a whole hot pile of bullshit. Pile of a bullshit. whole hot, hot pile of bullshit. Yeah. So, and anytime anything like that happens, if Daddy Keith, Daddy Keith is always there if you need him. Yeah. yeah. But we don't really want to bring him out. No. Yeah. And he, and he goes, he goes back in the holster pretty easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Daddy Keith comes in, he comes out. Yeah. This story is not the drunkest I've ever oh, seen. I, Keith, I know exactly what this is, is going to be. But it is the most unhinged <laughs> I've ever seen him when we had alcohol involved. This is my bad. And it took place when we were in college. <laughs> so yeah, about, this is my uh, bad. 16, 17 years ago. My bad. We were having a night in playing the game Apples to Apples, yeah. which is the family version of Cards Against Humanity. Uh-huh. Sure and is. I drew the card of important. Okay. And so, and it, it was, was late Americana. in the game, so everybody had already had plenty It was Americana. Drink, it was Americana. And they had very few That's cards That's very left. important you that fucked you up guys the story, know it's Americana. And, win. and he put down his final card, John Philip Sousa. It was Americana. The famous American musical composer, and and he's most famous for for making all the marches that we know, march yeah. marches for marching and bands and, and things like that. Yep. And and Keith argued, uh, John Philip Sousa is one of the most important figures in music history, and especially in American important music in, a, in Americana. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I did not pick him. He did choose <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know if it was just to mess with Keith or what. Probably. And Keith had a fit. He was so upset that no one in the room would acknowledge the importance of John Philip Sousa. The Sousaphone! Out of his passion for John Philip Sousa, Keith threw a chair from my living room through my brand new screen door that I just had replaced earlier that week. I have week. a defense, but... And that it's was the one. end of my screen door. <laughs> and I don't think anyone in that room will ever forget how important John Philip Sousa <laughs> is to American music. Hey, thank you, Brian Wall, for that submission. Be well. My side of the story. Yeah. 
And I appreciate one element he left out, and that's what I took off all my clothes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I did threaten. Why? I said, if you don't choose my card, you'll give me no choice but to take off all my clothes right now because it's so crazy that you wouldn't pick Sousa that I might as well be naked in front of you. Was this a music theme specifically? No, but it was Americana. It was Americana, and I think... Do you have thing- any memory of what won? No. <sighs> But it it might it was like puppies. It was like something like that is. I, I felt like it wasn't even funny. <laughs> it wasn't even like a funny different choice. I think, and also I think I was a freshman, and all of the seniors were kind of just dogging all the freshmen, just like not letting them win. And he yeah. was a freshman through a chair through someone's. And so I didn't throw the chair. What happened though was I did knock the chair over. However, the momentum of the chair, it just kept going. So I expected it to knock oh. over and land on its side. But because of the so shape, you pushed, you like the chair it. had a, a rounded top. Uh-huh. So when I pushed it over, it was very easy for it to continue rolling. And as it rolled, it did absolutely break the screen door that he had just gotten replaced like the day before. And they had had a broken screen door for a year. Uh. And they had finally gotten the landlord to come fix it. And I broke it immediately. Now, when that happened... That's on me. You are. It is on you. You are standing naked. Uh-huh. You have been in a fit of rage. Uh-huh. You now shove a chair... That rolls not once, but twice uh-huh. through a screen door. Did at the time, did you know it was a brand new screen door? No. Okay. It breaks through the screen door. What's everyone's reaction? <laughs> a lot of laughter. <laughs> and then BWO screaming, my screen door. <laughs> no. Oh, God. And he was, honestly, he was, for how annoyed I'm sure he truly was, he was very chill about it. I, I think he's <laughs> done the best version where he has forgiven, but he will never oh, forget. Oh, no, he will never forget. He so will never good. forget. Tell the story. It, it's a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it again. I learned I learned something from it, you know? It was not my proudest moment, I but I learned. A, I need to call Kelsey and figure out what my, what I did at VidCon 2017. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I don't remember either. So, honestly, not Pop to get in. too sappy, but the how much Zach has changed since I've met him is a pretty substantial amount, I'd say. When I first met Zach, he was at BuzzFeed, and he didn't necessarily know how good or funny I think he was. So I don't think he was truly living in his actual talent, but he was working all the time and working really hard. So seeing him grow from then to now, where he gets to live in more of a confident version of himself every day, it's actually amazing to watch which leads me right into what annoys me the most about zach which is that he still works so hard all the time and when you're working with zach and you're like me who's pretty fucking lazy you know it it just annoys the shit out of me because he's always working so hard and it makes me feel bad about myself so that's annoying for me yeah that was good. Thank was you, Jared Falcon. That was so sweet. I was gonna, I, I was gonna cry, and then he he did the classic Papa twist. He's funny. Brought it back. That is He's that funny. is lovely. I'm a little offended that there's no Popkin message for me. There is Keith. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Do you agree? Do you think at Buzzfeed you weren't as as comfortable in your talent? Um, I mean, I was just a more insecure person overall, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I, I think I was still 
growing and, and learning. I think I still am growing and learning. Yeah. Um, I, maybe it's also just that I'm able to do more and have more freedom to call the shots. And we have a wonderful team here who, for better or for worse, has to listen to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've gotten to work with Jared and, and write with him on a, a project that was really fun. Um, I don't even know what else to say about that. That was lovely as hell. Really sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> all I can think of is somewhat mean-spirited, but <laughs> yeah, I guess I would be interested to know what do Zach and Keith individually and together consider to be the worst Try Guys video ever made. <laughs> um, obviously, every video is perfect. Okay. There's, there's never been a bad one, <laughs> no, of course. But true. if they if they had to pick, what's the least good? Um, least best. You know, Try Guys video. Just curious. Okay, thank you, Will Whitwer. <laughs> for, I honestly, I thought about doing an entire episode on this to, dedicated to the videos we don't like. Ooh. Why we don't like them. and uh, So... For a long time, we had a very easy answer of our least favorite video, but oh, it feels mean to say it. It was just the least favorite because it was, it was just a, it was a mistake. We shouldn't have made the video to begin with. Yeah, and it, I, I don't think it was really anyone's fault. Like it was just like, oh, we, we tried something. It's like, nope, that's not how you make our videos. Then we learned. Yeah, Wait, good, bad, bad videos are just good. It was this like photo recreation with Doug the Pug. And it, 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 but it was very, very scripted. And like (laughs) Doug was replacing somebody, somebody as a member. And we had like these like scripted fights and it just was, it's not good. It just wasn't, it was like reality show style where we had like confessionals. It's like (gasps) Doug is in here and he thinks he's hot shit. How, um, how long ago did you make it? Oh, that was very oh, early. That was like year two. Yeah, it, it was. Of the company or of BuzzFeed? No, of, it was BuzzFeed? Of the show, yeah. Like it was maybe twenty late 2014 or early 2015. A long time ago. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I can see why you thought it would be a good idea. We just thought we'd try it out. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah. And we were I, like, yeah, that was bad. I mean, I, I would oh, well. love to. I, I know that we don't have time to like fully dive in, but I would love to go through and give you a more thoughtful answer, William. Because yeah. certainly there are, there are videos on our channel that I don't think are great or formats that like totally didn't totally work. And sometimes it's because of, uh, you know, the idea doesn't really work. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the, the expert didn't really come through. Um, I'm trying to be careful here because there are some real people in the world who I don't want to disparage. But right. there was one video we did uh, where the expert just wasn't who we thought they were. Um, they weren't able to perform. The, what what the video demanded yeah. and so it's like ah, okay this video isn't good um <laughs> yeah. uh but we've done some format tests that where i'm like ah that was fine there are shows that we've made that i don't think are right. like not great um i don't know i think a lot of stuff sucks yeah <laughs> a lot of the at home covid content we made in the early is just too much of a time that i don't think they're actually good standalone they were good they were i think what Maybe the audience needed right at the top of that, but mm-hmm. you know, it was there was not no one was having fun making it, and yeah. I think that 
is why a video is bad when you're not having fun making it. Last sand yeah, you can tell. The audience can tell. Last sandcastle standing wins ten thousand dollars. Like, why do we do that? It was fun, actually. I really had a good time that day. <laughs> like, I mean, I know why we did that because I made like, an octopus. Oh, Mr. Beast did it, it so was we used to do it too. Like, yeah, but stupid. it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If I don't know if it's good. a good video, but I did have fun. It was a nice day. day. I had a lot of fun. How long did it take you to, like, after the Pug video released and you realized it was a bad video, how long were you sad? Oh, in, the, oh, sad? in the edit, yeah. we knew it was bad. Uh, I, uh, we were mad. <laughs> yeah, we were mad. We should move on. What's, okay, the, move what's on. the next thing? No one wants to hear about poo-poo, sad, sad. We want to hear about yeah, yeah, good, good. <laughs> Zach, oh. what was your childhood nickname that you hated? Either your friends called you or your family called you, okay. or anyone called you? Like, what was the nickname that you went by that you hated? So this is a question from Matt. I don't, he's not asking knowingly, like, whereas Kelsey's like, <laughs> I know something that's going to get you. Matt, I think, genuinely wants to know, and I don't know that I, ha- the, the one that, anno- that killed me was Cornfield, and I've been open about that. Whenever I was called Cornfield, it, it hurt me. One of my best <laughs> friends when I was like in kindergarten or first grade, I remember running around in his backyard being like, you're a cornfield, you're a cornfield. And I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, it's, and it, it, it's hurt. it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. But I had a lot of nicknames and I loved them all. I was Cornball. Uh, I think. I don't Cornball's know if, good. Yeah, Cornball. I don't think I was ever Cornhole. <laughs> um, <laughs> corn. I became Corn Diddy pretty quick. Corn Diddy's such corn a good Corn Diddy's one. like from middle school. Sticks, Sometimes I call you Corny D. I love that uh, Zachy K. Uh, yeah, I mean, my my mom and sister called me Zachy, and that felt that felt off limits to other people. Yeah, I didn't I didn't super love that one, but I've come I've come around to it. I don't I don't say Zachy. I say Zachy K. I've never heard you say that. <laughs> oh, I've said it once or twice, not a ton. I, I'll keep my ears open. I, I I'm constantly calling you all sorts of non Zach things. I don't know if you're listening, but I'm like Corn Diddy. Hey K Doc. Hey Hey K Diddy. Hey Corny Corny D. I love that Alex Lewis calls me Cornfeld. That not yeah. enough people in my life just call me by the last name, and I. Yeah. It's uh. He does call you. Cornfeld, it's a real Jewish right. thing too. We love a good last name, first name. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Fleischman's in trouble. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right. a last name, first name. Yeah. It's very sporty, I think, to call. Some, it's like you're about. <laughs> yeah, to, it's Cornfeld yeah. on the ten yard line. Yeah. Okay. All you right. Know. I wasn't getting that vibe you know. from me, but, but I you love, get it. I'll take it. I think just the last name, not oh, you, yeah. but not you. Yeah, I don't think you'd want to be on the ten yard line. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry to disappoint. I don't. I I liked any nickname because it meant that people were talking about me. <laughs> I actually knew Keith was my friend from like the very first moment we hung out. Keith was the first person to sell me weed in Los Angeles, <laughs> and if he can get into that on air, I'd love him to do so. I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but Keith was my first pot dealer. And literally the first time we ever hung out, we just hit it off right away. I can't, we were fast friends. Keith and I might have been the fastest friend I've ever had. I mean, we just hit it off literally within seconds. Wow. And in regards to how Keith has changed since I've met him since being my very first pot dealer, <laughs> I'd say the cool thing about Keith's transformation and evolution, if you will, is that he's always been <clears throat> a big thinker an ambitious human being who has the talent and the skills to back it up. But the big change is that now he's given himself this amazing platform and this ability to really 
jump on whatever he wants to do. If he wants to make a comedy band, he's going to do one so good that it's going to be on an off-Broadway show. If he wants to do some kind of web series about food, it's going to be one of the biggest, most amazing web series on the internet about food. And I think that's something Keith has always propelled himself to do, but the change of the reality that is now what he can do is quite amazing to see. I don't know if that answer made sense, but it does to me. What did we do to deserve lastly, Jared Popkin? The question oh, I'd like these both boys, these beautiful both boys, oh, both. to answer for me on air is on a scale of zero to absolutely perfection. How would they describe Jared Popkin? Because <laughs> <laughs> this show, if anything, should I... be more about Pop a Pop. Poppy Poppy. Thank you for your time. Wow. Well, first you got to. Oh, my God. What? Also, I won't answer the questions in regard to how high or drunk I've seen the boys because I. I'm not a rat. <laughs> thank you again for your time, and thank you again for your consideration. He won't answer. Jared Popkin, pop, oh my God. pop, the bitch is back, signing out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the weed story let's first. Let's go in order. The weed story was, we live in California. At the time that Jared first visited, he was visiting Chris Reinecker from Chicago. Chris Reinecker said, hey, my buddy's coming into town today, and he was hanging out with me. Can he come over? Um, and just meet me at your place. I was like, sure. Like, because Reinecker was going to come over. We were going to smoke a bowl. We had gotten weed. We just picked up because at that time, you still had to have the medical card. Medical card. You had to go into some weird office with no windows. They had like Rush Hour 2 playing on the TV. Uh-huh. You had to fill out a form. You go inside, and then they'll start asking you questions like, I hear that you're here for anxiety. And you right. go, yes. Basically, you say the answer you think he needs you to say. Mm-hmm. And then he would go, and nothing more serious than that, right? And you go, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sometimes. and then they, then you sat, and it wasn't clear if you were going to get one. Like, All right, well, wait in the lobby, and we'll see if you get one. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he sat, and they're like, yeah, you got it. I'm like, oh, hell, yeah. And then you go, and you go buy weed. And uh, because we, there were four I guess 3.5 weed smokers in our first apartment. There were five of us. One person kind of smoked sometimes. So the three of us smoked a lot. And so we always would pick up a lot at a time so that we didn't have to go frequently. So we had just gotten so much weed, like a hilarious amount, like four-eighths different ones though and that's, Jared a, Popkin, half. that's a half <laughs> uh, but there were four eighths you know there were this an eighth of this an eighth of this and it's something etc and jared Popkin came over and he was like oh wow you guys have so much weed and i was like yeah we just picked up from the medical store i was like yeah i just got into town like you guys is that legal here yet i'm like well it's only medical legal so you'd have to have a a car it's like shit oh, i'm not gonna have time to do that i was like you can just buy some of our weed it's like are you serious like yeah we just bought a ton we can just go get more it's all good it's like wow yeah, how much can I buy? And I was like, I don't know. How much do you want to buy? And then he bought an eighth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was It was just, it wasn't really like I was his dealer, but he did buy weed from me. <laughs> that is exactly what a dealer would say. That's true. He did come over and smoke a bowl, and then he left with some weed. That's kind of that's how, that's how weed goes. But anyway, uh, that was the first time I met him. And then even after that, I would only s- see him maybe a few times a year for a couple of years when he'd come visit and do a couple short vid- uh, BuzzFeed things. Mm-hmm. And eventually he moved out here and we hung out more and more. And uh, I think there was a time that it was supposed to be him and I and Chris Reinecker and Reinecker bailed. Um, and then I think the expectation was that we weren't going to hang out because Reinecker bailed, but then we were like, well, I'm still down to hang. He's like, I'm still down to hang. Like, cool. And then so me and Bobkin kept hanging, and then 
we have hung out a ton and really often uh, he is like Becky and I's third wheel for various nice restaurant dates. And we'll be like, well, we're going to go. I was like, let's see if Papka wants to go. And we just ask him. He's like, yeah, okay. Like right now. I was like, I'm like 20 minutes. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he comes and uh, it's really great. I love hanging out with J-Pop. I'm actually, this will come out after. I'm going to throw him a little birthday party before I leave because his birthday is on February 3rd. And we were joking the other weekend about like, he always, we always normally do Korean barbecue, but I was like, well, what if we made you a little ultimate birthday for you? A little ultimate like teenager birthday? Oh, I was yeah. like, what if we go bowling and then we do an escape room and then we do a Korean barbecue and then we do karaoke? That's the ultimate birthday right, right there. And I was like, we'll do it. Like we'll start at like four, go bowling in the day, go to the escape room, go get dinner and then go get a karaoke room. It'd wow. be like so fun. So I'm going to try to do that on the Saturday before we all leave. Amazing. Best day ever. That's going to be mean so much to him. Yeah. What a fucking hype man he is. I know. Yeah. I was like, I I received that voice message and I was like, are they going to cry? Are they going to tear up? He's a sweetheart, <laughs> but he's always kind of a, a bleeding heart sweetie. And like Aww. every time we go out, he'll always be like, Keith, man, I just love hanging out with you. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Jared. I love hanging out with you too. He's very sweet. That's and cute. an incredibly talented and super funny oh, So funny. Performer. I got to see him and his old Chicago improv group this he last week. tell me weekend. about it. It was fucking hysterical i literally had the thought go through my mind be like oh yeah improv can be good because <laughs> i've seen so much shitty improv and he, they are really good like Whoa. incredibly funny and it seemed like they hadn't played in like five years together and you would never have known they seemed like one of the best improv teams in the city right now it was really they were really good what was he doing before like that had him coming into buzzfeed from somewhere else not in la well he was a huge improviser in chicago oh yeah. his team blood oath i mean he okay they crushed it they yeah. like had recurring they had like weekly shows all the time they were like selling out they were known as being kind of big league guys and mm -hmm. a lot of the people in that group have had a lot of success in like tv and stuff like that and like yeah. shows and some things and like torian was in um fire island fire island mm. uh he's the and he performed on this the one that you saw as well right yeah yeah and they were also good which is great because i had never seen them perform and you always are nervous like oh what if they i know i know especially because like i would have totally been okay if they had sucked because they hadn't paid for five years together and it's like Sure. You can definitely have it. And you also just have a bad night. Like, that's totally yeah. normal. But they were incredible. So it was really nice. It was really fun. Made a lot better. All right. Here we go. What is the most drunk high that I've been with Zachary? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a hard one because I've been a perfect angel yeah. for the last three years. He's sober uh, now. Sober we're from alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this happened the other night um i was gonna say it was probably like a buzzfeed video but um zachary was jogging in his crocs on a treadmill okay. all right <laughs> judge away folks at that um when he uh severed his own leggy off and he had to be on painkillers and he was on painkillers the other night at his place yep. and uh he's just not that smart on painkillers like we'd be having a full <laughs> conversation and like 45 seconds later he would be chiming in and we'd be like what <laughs> what are you talking about and he would like answer and, and we're like oh my god is he serious <laughs> we're making fun of him but he was so high on painkillers i don't even think I don't even think he remembered.
So, uh, yeah, Kelsey just gave a tease to my medical mishap. So that's that's a little 200th episode exclusive. Yep. It involved Crocs and a treadmill. <laughs> I didn't know you were in Crocs. The Crocs okay, for the record, because this is going to come out when you guys hear the whole story, the Crocs have nothing to do with it. it okay. It does make me a little concerned to hear the Crocs element this late. The Crocs had nothing to do with how it happened. I promise you, if I were wearing sneakers, the same thing yeah, would have happened. It's possible. What do you mean? I know for a fact. <laughs> I know for a fact. In fact, it probably would happen worse. Maybe. Crocs we'll, have no, her we'll and Lauren know. have been like, because the Crocs, I'm like, look at where the wound is. Yeah, no, the wound is, with, has nothing to do with the Crocs. But it is crocs. funny to know. Way funnier. It's way funnier. Way funnier. I have a photo of bloody Crocs, which is, <laughs> oh it gosh. looks like an album photo. But yeah, so, so I was uh, given Norco for pain. Which is one of them. I, I also was given Oxycontin later for after my second visit. But I, I don't love painkillers in the past. Mm. I had, um, I mean, I, I think, look, they're obviously demonized because, like, we have an opioid epidemic mm. in this country. Yeah. But sometimes you need them, right? Mm -hmm. If you are in severe pain, like, post-surgery, you, you need them. You need them. You need them. Um, I was on painkillers after I had my hernia surgery, and it was crazy. Yeah. They what, were strong. What did they give you? It was, like, some kind of, like morphine adjacent oh wow pill yeah, it was intense i um, and he was like don't get more unless you think you need it yeah it's just, too strong and i'm like you got it i feel yeah. like mine wasn't even that high of a dose but she is absolutely right they were saying it to my face they're like this is the least talkative you've ever been mm -hmm. and by far the least witty you've ever been <laughs> and i was trying like you know they came over to cheer me up her and lauren they were hanging out with me and maggie and like the three of them were just having a conversation and then i'd be like Strawberry, that that's my favorite flavor. <laughs> you know, like I just was, it's just, I was trying so hard to get in and I couldn't. Obviously, um, I am the one that accidentally put Zach's penis on the internet for yes. the world to see. Yes, you are. And I want to know if he wishes penis. he were hard <laughs> for that accident oh my God, on air. No. Um, or is he perfectly fine with his flaccid PP being the the face of, of his body? The face of my body. It's also fault. It's a very teeny <laughs> amount of your PP that even was visible. Uh, I mean I wouldn't say teeny. I mean, a teeny amount of. Okay, all right. Not cool. that the thing was teeny, <laughs> but it wasn't like okay. we didn't get a full frontal. Okay, cool. I just want to like be clear, like no, know. the legend is true, okay, and I would right, never. Okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> That's how I say it. whatever you thought you saw. It was a teeny bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do I wish I had had a hard on on camera? No, that's horrifying. Also, um, it was a peeing race. Yeah, it was a pee you race. You can't pee with a boner. Watch me. It's really tough. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> um i do i ha honestly i don't even know that i have any regrets about that at all I, because i got to make a, whoops my penis on there, which starred jared popkin yeah has oh. a wonderful penis oh so good um <laughs> uh, one other thing okay one other sweet thing i'll say about jared as an actor like he is a specific type of performer but he lets the two of us put him in all sorts of goofy costumes, which is not usually the type of performer he is. And it's so fun and funny. And he would, mm -hmm. he says he would only do that for us. So like in Canada competition, I had him go get his makeup done as a, another Zach. I've dressed him up as a penis. You've, you dress him up in different outfits. Read the, the menu. menu. He's always in an outfit and nobody else is. He's yeah. like dressed as a hot dog. It's so funny. It's he's like always like, bit. what am I wearing this time? I'm like, oh, whatever you want, man. So uh, to answer your question, Kelsey, no regrets about my penis, but please don't go 
find it. Don't go looking for <laughs> All right, we've got two more. Answer. And it's perfectly timed. Wow. I mean, you know, this episode could be a little long. It's 200th. Who in your life can you be the most vulnerable with? Well, Becky's sort of the obvious choice. Yeah, I Becky for me as well. Um, <laughs> um, who am I vulnerable with? I mean, I'm. This is a weird answer. I'm most vulnerable with myself, mm. right? Like alo- loneliness or being alone is mm. a good time to like process. Are you susceptible to loneliness? Like, are you like are you extra? Because I feel like I like I have a high tolerance for lonely. Uh, it just depends. Like, uh Sometimes I want to be alone. Mm-hmm. We all do. But I normally want to be alone to do like some of the creative things that are just yeah. I, only I have an interest in. Yeah. Like I would, I like to, I play with my goofy sound machines alone, but not because I wouldn't play with other people. It's just not as many other people want to play with the goofy sound machines or can at the times that I can. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here. I think it's my sister, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know, like that. I'm you. like super vulnerable, but I just, I she's someone that I can vent to or whatever. That's cute. Yeah. Was there a time where you w- didn't get along and then it transitioned, or were you always close? No, no, we were, were always they were close. like always bros. Yeah, we're bros. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I'd say I definitely, you know. Be talking about being stressed and all of those. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, I talked to Becky the most about. It's very easy to vent and like yeah. that kind of stuff. But the more like when I think vulnerable, I think of like what's a sad thing that you're dealing with uh-huh. right now. And I normally tend to process that alone uh-huh. and think through a lot of things mm-hmm. and try to think uh, through other sides. If it's an argument, I'll try to, I try to think mm-hmm. about both sides at least at some point to, you know, come to a rational understanding of the situation. Yeah. Sometimes I need to do that. And I also will do like write the angry email, mm-hmm. get rid of it. it, get that out, and then think about what you really yeah. are upset about, What's, which takes a long time to get to do. And I'm not, I'm not good at it yet. Yeah. What's, um, What's Becky's typical response? Like if you came home and you're like, this is like, I'm just irritated because like this whole thing didn't work out and blah, blah, blah. What would she usually say? Oh, she- she'll be pretty comforting if mm-hmm. it looks like if she thinks I need to be comforted yeah she will comfort if she thinks I want to commiserate uh-huh and she'd be like yeah this other I'm pissed off too like sometimes yeah. she'll join my side but I you know it's tough because I'm not always if I'm venting I'm not it, and all of us are like this right sometimes you want to be consoled and yeah. sometimes you don't yeah and and, and like oh, I don't say it's going to be okay it's okay that it's not going to be okay Mm -hmm. but i am frustrated it's not gonna be okay but it's not gonna be okay and that's like so don't say it's gonna be okay because it's not like a very simple not not the right example but when Mm -hmm. i like broke my eardrum oh yeah everyone on the beach was like well maybe it's not broken i'm like no it is yeah we need to accept that reality because i need us to accept this reality so i can move forward and figure out what to do about that because i can't pretend it's not broken i know it's fucking broken yeah it's fucking crazy in my head right now so stop telling me yeah maybe it's not broken and like let's try to think optimistically i'm like no we need to think realistically i need to think of where i'm going to get antibiotics for my my ear Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah so that's like that that's sometimes i'm like oh i need i need people on my side to understand not console me but like help me figure out how to fix it yeah yeah i think that vulnerability is something that i i I value a lot i'm an external processor so Mm -hmm. i i really think any of my closest people you could could be the answer to that Mm -hmm. i think keith's the answer Mm -hmm. to that my best friend eric is the answer to that eugene's the answer to that rachel's the answer that like 
people Maggie, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. my sister. So anyone who is in my my tightest inner circle, like those are people I I'm happy to be vulnerable with because mm-hmm. I, I value that pretty highly. Yep. Does vulnerability stress you out, or are you comfortable with it? I'm pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, stress stresses me out, and sometimes yeah. it's hard to be open about the stress. But I don't think mm. it's the vulnerability itself that stresses me out. Uh huh. Yeah, like you don't want to talk about it because it's just like that's going to make me more stressed, mm-hmm. sort of. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm not ready to talk about it, so I don't want to talk about it right now, and I don't want to be pushed to try to talk about it right now because I'm not yeah. ready to. I will be ready to. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. And if you keep pushing me right now, it's going to make me upset. Yeah. You know. Now, Girl when asked the question, how has Keith changed since you met him? I've known Keith for a very long time, since we were both 18 years old. Uh, and I wish I could say that, oh, my God, Keith has changed so much <laughs> since we were in high school. Oh, unrecognizable. But you know what? You know how they say that if you get everything you want and you get uh, a success and fame and fortune and all that, it reveals who you really are on the inside. I got to be honest, I don't think Keith has changed much at all. All I can say is I think he has matured a lot. I have seen the side of Keith that is very introspective and thoughtful and um, and and quiet. I've seen that be- gain more space in his life as he makes decisions with a level head and his silliness and wildness and uh, willingness to do anything – uh, in order to make those around him joyful and excited, has always been there and has only been enhanced um, uh, through the years since I've met him. So, yeah, I would say that Keith hasn't changed really at all since <laughs> high school, except for getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Also really sweet. Super sweet. You guys are very loved. It's very nice. We should do this every week. I, like <laughs> I think this should be the new show. We also have like really nice friends. Yeah. yeah. I think. Which I think just reflects on how cool we are. It does. Or how nice we are or something. Something. Yeah. Something good about us. You got to cut the haters out. Cut them. Cut them. Get them. You, you not worth it. You don't need them. There's you plenty really of people out here to be friends with. Yeah. In life. Friends everywhere if you look all over the place. Mm. All right. Well, what, what did Ryan Garcia have to say about me? I know it's hard because he mm. didn't. You know, anything. I will say because he was over and he was like, "Oh, and how did Zach's uh, uh, short film turn out?" I know he texted he me. Was like, so I was sweet. so bummed that I couldn't be in it. And I saw some of the pictures; it looked awesome. I'm yeah. so excited. Do you know when it's coming out? He was he was asking me questions all about it, so he was very invested in how that I know, project I went. To, he had a dope ass trip to Australia. I was sad he couldn't be in it. He did. That's right. This was lovely. This was lovely. It's yeah. nice to turn 200. <laughs> I'd like to do it every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. This was nice. Thank you, Rainy, for collecting all those oh sweet things. It was a really wonderful uh, podcast for us. Very nice to hear from all those people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and shout out to everybody who responded on yes. a dime. They really, they got it done quickly. And I was I like, shout out all your friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No Lou Burger, huh? I thought about it, but they were coming in today. So yeah, I was like, makes, well. No, I think I made the right call. <laughs> I just wanted to see if like did you ask them and they didn't do anything so I can yell it. Did Alex anyone says. not respond? No, everybody responded. Oh. And I found out that we were doing four episodes today yesterday. So <laughs> I reached out to everybody at 4 p.m. Oh yesterday. my god. Wow. A hundred percent retention rate. Wow. wow. I know. Incredible. I know. Congrats to our friends. Yeah. You're great too. I just hey, you know, before we this is a two hundredth episode, I feel like <laughs> 
We got to really bring out all the stops. I should have brought some like synthesizers. The little little. Oh, I have some at home. I should have brought them. I just want to say, Go ahead, Keith, and, Keith and I would like to say to you, the audience, that I knew you back when you were our fans in 2014. And we just want to say that we both knew you then. And it's been almost nine years. Wow. Uh, making videos together with all of you watching. And you have only matured in such wonderful ways. I uh, Watching you grow by watching us grow. It has been. The honor of a lifetime. And I want you to look in the mirror and say, hey, bitch, I'm proud of you. And you can kind of trail off as you say the I'm uh, proud of you. And then you go, <clears throat> I said, hey, bitch, I'm, I'm proud, proud of, of you. you. That's going to be a TikTok, I think. So if you were... Got any thoughts going in your brain? You might need some other thoughts. And those thoughts might come from our podcast producer right now, Rainy Toll, with some Rainy Day thoughts. Wait, hold on. This is the two and episode. We got to give her like, okay, hype ass I have a thought that might get me canceled. <laughs> Maybe. Because I don't really know finances very well, but I think if I were rich, I wouldn't donate money. <laughs> I would just tip like $1,000 each time I went to a, a restaurant. Uh, uh, okay. I like that. Yeah. How how uh-huh. rich are we talking? I don't know. A million. Okay. And you just sort of. I tell you, like, if you're tipping a thousand dollars, you're gonna go through that money every quick. every meal, and you only have a million dollars. That's actually gonna go faster than you think. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of money when I get married. I, I don't know. I'll I'll <laughs> make a million, and then my husband will make two billion. Two billion. <laughs> I think yeah. we should reverse that. I'll make two billion. I think you're selling yourself short. Thank yep. you. Thank you, you for can, that hype up. You can breadwin if you want to. I do want to. Hell yeah. I'll make two billion. Two billy. Well, we don't believe in billionaires. No, that's true. So, What about two billionaires? What do you think about 17 million? <laughs> I okay. think that's a great number. That's yeah. a good number. Yeah, and then you could, <laughs> I think you could confidently hand out a thousand bucks anytime you want. Yeah. I just feel like it's like, okay, this is like, this This would just really be good goodwill in the world. Uh-huh. And you don't have to like make it a hard and fast rule that yeah. you won't donate to charity. Yeah, I could. In addition, yeah, you can like also donate to charity, but your primary yeah uh, stimulus mm-hmm. incentive is to give uh, servers really great tip. Perhaps this is a direct injection. Yeah, because the thing, yeah. I mean, no, it, yeah. no overhead for the charity yeah. needed. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. It just feels very efficient to me, and it would just be like a day changer. What a happy moment. That's Ugh. true. Yeah. I mean, that's... To, to receive. You'd be like, wow, what should I do with this? And then you get massage. Or you've messed in a house. They'll call you Grand Rainy. I know, but that's the thing is I can't be, I have to be anonymized. Oh. I, I don't want people to, I don't want yeah, to have a legend around you. Everyone's going to yeah. know you've got at least a thousand bucks in your well, purse. Well, there's going to be yeah. a legend. Of course there's going to be. It's <laughs> like, have you heard about this lady who's going around tipping a thousand? Here's what I think you do. Yeah. 
you have a card that's monogrammed. <gasps> yeah. And it says, thanks. Just thanks. <laughs> and I... It has a QR code, and when you scan it, it's a one-time use QR code that it deposits $1,000 into your bank account. Yeah. That's good. Is that a thing that yeah. exists? That should exist. I, I I don't think there's a QR code that immediately accesses your bank account. <laughs> Somebody should get on that. <laughs> uh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. Well, I I'm I would love for you to become a 17 millionaire. A well, 17 millionaire. Let me say, Rainy, mm-hmm. your goal in this rainy day thought was to be a day changer. Today with today's podcast, you did. Ah. That is so sweet. You and did just it. for that, here's a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. I got like three hundred dollars. Three honeys. Mm-hmm. And you're just just walking around. Might he loves. He's a cash man. Yeah, cash, cash is nice. I cash just went nice. to the bank, spent twenty five dollars on quarters for my laundry machine. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I just get it so that I have cash. So if I, and, and then because Becky yeah. yesterday she was like, "Do you have any cash?" Yeah. I want to have money in case there's a valet uh, yeah. I have to park. And I'm like, yeah, here's yeah. a 20. Well, stay tuned for 200 more episodes of <sighs> us talking about Keith's cash, mm-hmm. the best way to make eggs, bath adventures. I might do an Epsom salt soap mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. And where and where not you should go in Crocs. <laughs> 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 One more time. Keith. This is with the official tripod 200th scene song. It's been such a great time making podcasts for you. Yeah, that's right. Some great times talking about the shoe. The great times learning about each other. The great times we have really become sister brothers. We are happy at the tripod. Happy every day we learn from all of our friends what they think of us when we are drunk. And it was fun and we had fun and you had fun and I had fun and everybody had so much fun. Have a good ass week.